Welcome to the Mind Body Performance Podcast with Coach Arvin, a conversation of experiences and insights with entrepreneurs, coaches, and influencers who are out there making a big impact on this world. A conversation that will inspire you to face your fears and break through your limitations so you can shift into the powerful and confident person you know you're meant to be. This is for the few that are ready to play full out so they can drastically improve the quality of their health, their wealth, and overall life while helping others do the same. If you're looking to play a big game in this one life that we have and create the results that most only dream of, this is the conversation you're looking for. I'm feeling really nervous and hesitant on making this podcast today because yesterday I got just floored with this case of food poisoning that just completely took me out of commission. I mean, it's amazing how in just a matter of about 90 minutes, how I went from one extreme to the next and just completely took me out. But it's it's pretty fascinating, the body, right? Like what an incredible operating system the body has that it recognized this dangerous bacteria in the body and it completely shut itself down and then purged everything out of it to keep itself safe. Like, it's a pretty incredible operating system if you think about it. I'll tell you what, man, being down here in, in Thailand and I'm, you know, in this room by myself and I'm just like in pain and hurting and I'm sweating, I got the chills and I'm just, you know, continuously vomiting. It was just a mess. But even at 40 year old, as a 40 year old man, when I'm in that, in that kind of sickness, I still just want my mom. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys can relate to that, but there's just that boyhood tendency in me, man. Whenever I'm just feeling like really vulnerable in those moments, sometimes I just want my mom around. <laughs> but something I, I really wanted to talk about today that I've been really thinking about all week, because I'm always immersing myself in all these different areas of information and growth and perspectives, right? Because that's really what it comes down to is, how many different perspectives can I get on this growth of life, right? So it can apply to us personally and professionally. And lately I've been I've been immersing myself a lot in Brene Brown. And if you guys haven't heard of her, she's does the majority of her research on vulnerability and courage. And she's got some brilliant perspectives out there. And some of the things that I've been learning, I've been, you know, again, I take these things and I put that perspective into my own life and, and give it a way to, to look at those things. And one of the things that she was sharing, it kind of I kind of internalized and gave my own spin on it, which was, what is the one thing here that could be keeping us pinned down in an action, right? Like we have all these things that we know we're supposed to be doing, but we're not actually doing them. And I know a lot of us get stuck in that place. Like why are we stuck in that place? And as always, anything that I share here is optional perspective. Right? Like, you don't need to believe everything that I'm saying. And in fact, I encourage you not to. This is everything that I've learned from all of my different mentors and experiences and influences. And I've just taken, picked, and chose what works for me, applied those things in my life. And this is what I've come out of it with. So, what if this optional perspective that I want to offer you guys today, if we really want to dive deeper than those surface level reasons of, well, I just don't have time or, you know, oh, I can't afford it or whatever the, the, the superficial reason is that you're telling yourself. I, I invite you to dive deeper into what could actually be stopping you from taking those fearful actions. And it's this. 
we need to develop the ability to detach our self-worth from our results. And what I mean by that is if we're going to take a fearful action, right? Let's say it's let's say it's something minor. Let's say for, for you entrepreneurs out there, we're talking about posting on social media. And you want to post a, a piece of content that's vulnerable, right? Like you want to share something that, that's vulnerable for you, that's a little scary for you to put out there. And you're going to base your self-worth on the type of reactions that you get from other people. And maybe it's maybe you put the post out and nobody responds. And you're going to take that as a reason to to decrease your self-worth. Like you're going to tell yourself, see, you know, I told you I wasn't good enough. I told you nobody would listen. Because you're going to attach an outcome that you have no control over and you're going to let that define you. Or even worse, what if people respond and they respond negatively? They don't agree with you. They criticize you. They ridicule you. Do you have the power to stand there and be completely resilient when you don't get the reaction, the result, or the outcome that you're intending to? And as long as we sit there and attach our self-worth to the outcome, to the things that we don't necessarily have control over, we're giving all our power away. I mean, is there a, a, any deeper sense of vulnerability than to put all of our power into somebody, into, into a situation in which we can't control? And if we do that, it's no wonder that we sit here and find these superficial reasons to not actually take the actions that we need to be taking because there's just way too much power given away because of the beliefs that we're putting out there. Because we're telling ourselves, if this doesn't work, this means I'm not good enough. If I don't get the reaction that I want from people, it's just going to confirm that I'm not good enough. And we need to restructure that. And we need to understand, well, why am I putting this, taking this action in the first place? Am I taking this action so people will like me? Am I taking this action to show people I'm successful? Am I taking this action to glorify myself? Probably not, right? I mean, we're not doing all of these things for these superficial reactions, are we? Are we doing are you doing this because, you know what? Because I believe in what that what I have to share is going to create a positive impact on people's lives. I believe that the service and product in which I'm putting out there is going to improve the overall quality of people's lives. I want to I want to just stand in my courage so I can inspire other people to stand in their courage. You know, I just want to prove to myself that no matter how scary something is, like I'm going to do it no matter what. If those are the reasons that are fueling your actions, then that also needs to be the focal point when it comes time to define the worthiness that we attach to those actions. And as long as those are the values that we have in place, and those, as long as those are the reasons that we have in place, then that will continue to allow us to stand in our power and continue to build momentum in the development of our, of our skill of courage. But if we're going to sit on the other side and we're going to allow other people and other situations and other outcomes that we have no control over dictate the quality of thought that we entertain about ourselves, which therefore defines the feeling and the strength of empowerment that we have about ourselves. Man, I mean, it, it's just it's just too much vulnerability for a person to bear. And eventually you are going to get knocked down and not going to want to get back up because it's just too much. But if we can take the, the alternate route, the stronger route, 
the route that we're supposed to be taking in the first place and say, look, I want you guys to be happy. I want you to be fulfilled. I want you to have a positive impact from the experience of which I share with you. But if you don't, that does not define me. And if you do, that does not define me. What defines me is simply the thoughts that I choose to believe about myself. What defines me is the actions that I take that are aligned with my values. What defines me is how I choose to show up every single day. What defines me is the way in which I treat myself, the way that I love myself, the way that I take care of myself, the things that I think about myself. That is what defines me. Not your opinion, not your results, not your outcome. I can't control any of those things. All I can control is how I show up for you. And as long as I do that in a way that's aligned with my values, in a way that I feel integrity with, in a way that fulfills me, then I can stand here honestly and with a sense of empowerment, stand in my worthiness in what I do and who I am. And as long as we can sit there and stand in that power within ourselves, that is what's going to just catapult our momentum into not only creating this extraordinary success in our lives, both personally and professionally that we're after, but also create the impact that we're wanting to have on other people's lives. Because know this, guys. You are going to have failures. You are going to have setbacks. You are going to have defeats and disappointments. And some of them are just going to be downright devastating. And if we allow those things to define us, again, it's just going to be too, too hard for us to continue to get back up. But what we have to focus on is before you can fail, right? And think about this. Before you could ever suffer a, a, just a, a tragic defeat, you must first have the courage to even try. Because if you do not try, you cannot fail. And you guys all know, yeah, like, you know, all your failures lead to success. Yeah, they do. That's how you learn, right? I mean, you, you actually learn and grow more in the failures and in the setbacks than you do in the actual success, right? But to understand, it's where we put our focal point, you know, and sometimes it's, it's a split second in the moment in which we're giving meaning to. And we can either focus on the outcome that we didn't get, that we were wanting or expecting, or we can focus on the courage that it took to stand up and take that action and take that risk of defeat. Where do we want to put our focal point? We want to put our focal point on the courage, obviously, right? Like, no, I stood up, I took the action, I did what I was supposed to do. And if I did it once, I can do it again. Because I'm not focused on the outcome. I'm focused on the consistency in which I show up. I'm focused on the manner in which I show up. And if things don't go as I expected or as I wanted, then I'm going to take a moment back and I'm going to assess the process. I'm going to break it down. What did I do well? Where could I have seen some improvement? And when I try again, because I'm going to be relentless in my pursuit of excellence in this, and I'm going to get the outcome that I want. So every time I get a setback or, or a result that I didn't like, I'm going to assess it, reassess it, and I'm going to try again until it gets me to where I want to go. And that is what will give, that's what will give you the strength to, to persevere in those moments 
where it can be really heavy after after a big defeat, right? Because we are human, and it doesn't matter how much we condition ourselves. If we really feel like we got it right this time, and it doesn't work out, and it hasn't worked out multiple times before that, it it it's, it gets really hard to hold our strength in that in that moment. And the only way that we can do that is by where we put our focus and and the thoughts that we entertain in those moments. And we have to focus on the things that got us to this point in the first place. We have to focus on our courage. We have to focus on our consistency. We have to focus on our just our belief in ourselves that we know we can do this. And you've got to condition that self-talk. You've got to condition condition those beliefs. Because if you don't, the brain is just going to naturally take you into those self-defeating thoughts. Because that's what will keep you right where you're at and will prevent you from trying again, which means you won't have to fail again. It's just going to try to keep you safe. But either you want excellence or you want to accept mediocrity. Like, What do you want in life? Most people just want to stay safe and comfortable and they want that mediocrity. They're just never going to try. They're never really going to push themselves because it's just too damn scary. And if you're listening to this podcast, I highly doubt you're one of those people. I don't think what I'm saying would resonate with you. But if you really want that excellence in life, you mean from a strategic and action point of view, yeah, we got to sit there and, and just have that relentless pursuit of excellence. we got to take massive, intelligent, intentional action constantly towards the things that we want to create. But more important than all of that, we have got to condition, condition daily the thoughts that we want to think that are going to continue to condition the identity that we need to have to create the results that we want. So focus, guys. Focus on the thoughts that you need to think that are going to condition you to create the results that you want. Embrace failure. Embrace setback. Embrace them. That is where you grow. That is where you learn. Embrace that process of of stepping back and, and assessing and reassessing everything that's happening so you can make it better the next time. Because that's where the real journey of growth happens. That's when you really start to evolve into the person that you're wanting to be. Because it's not the results that you're after. It's the person that you need to become in order to create those results. That's the real pursuit. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll see you next week.